Good evening, Roxy <gasps> Soxy. Good evening, Miss Tam Tam. We're moonlighting tonight. Oh my goodness. You're like, let's do a <laughs> podcast. I'm like, it's fucking 10 p.m. I'm like, who are you? And who do you think I am that wants to shoot at 10 o'clock? It's because you're having your wine and you're like, this is great. I'm like, I've got a great idea, Tam Tam. How about a great idea? I think you just wanted to batch. I think you're just like, let's just batch four episodes so I don't have to see your face. You know what? I've got you on a good roll now. I'm like, I'm going to get her to batch now. We're going to have month to month. And And I'm so mad that you're filming this or we're filming this because I'm like, I look like I've rolled out of bed, which I haven't because I didn't tell you the water. Water's not working here. It's been 24 we, hours with no water. Oh, no. We, how are you like functioning with no water? Um, I'm okay, but I realize my husband does not do well if he can't have water. It's really hot <laughs> too in Los Angeles. Yes. And in the Airbnb, it's hard because there's like not a lot of fans going on and he can't deal with the heat. Oh, so he's very susceptible yeah. to the heat. He's okay. just moody when it's he's going to be so mad that I just said that. But he's so moody when it's hot. Like, I do feel like as I get older, though, I can't deal with temperature changes. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. The older you get, it's like temperature. Like, fuck, it's so cold. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Is, is he having his man period right now? Um, When is it over? Because <laughs> it doesn't seem it seems to go on for a very long time. Um, man yeah, periods are a thing. Yes. But, you know, we're leaving. We are leaving um, to go to Australia. We'll, we'll actually, by the time this comes out, I will be in Australia, which is so wild because I booked a few jobs yes. and I have to go in quarantine and I'm <gasps> very freaked out by the whole thing. I mean, girl, we're going to have to do like a log. Like I need to know like day by day what's happening. Nothing is happening. That is what is happening. <laughs> like day by day, what's happening. Nothing's <laughs> happening. But you get provisions, right? You get like alcohol and stuff. Yeah, they're you? like you get an alcohol, which is one bottle a day. I'm like, who do you think I am, <laughs> Roxy? <laughs> totally. They're like, wait, Roxy's coming with you, aren't? Yeah, you? Roxy's coming, and I'm like, no, it's just Tamman who drinks. Like, I had one. I went to the movies a couple of days ago for the first time in so long, and I had one drink, and I was shaking the whole night from like the alcohol. <laughs> You know what? This is why you have to love Australia because they're like, well, a bottle a day do. They're like, is that the provision? Like, is that enough? Is well, that all- do. <laughs> no, it's not even that. They're like, this is what my my manager said. He said, look, they just don't give you much alcohol. They're they're really limiting it in quarantine. I was like, oh, wow. So I was thinking, fuck, they're just like, they're going to give like a bottle maybe every two weeks. Like, yeah. The whole stay. And they're like. They do a bottle a day and they're really, really (laughs) keeping it under wraps. And he said they don't want anyone to get drunk. And I was like, wait a second. I was like, if I drank a bottle of wine, I would be out cold, (laughs) like completely no idea what I said. Like, no, no recollection of the, the, the night in quarantine before playing Uno. Like there would be no like a recollection. (laughs) <laughs> you'd be like naked twister yeah like, i'd be like what, what was that <laughs> yeah. um a bottle would not be okay are you okay on a bottle i mean a bottle is kind of pushing it for me i feel like yeah. maybe if it's a bottle over like a several the day hour- yeah yeah a bottle a day <laughs> nine till like nine yeah. like, <laughs> is that really a bottle i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> no it is that's that is <laughs> an alcoholic um if you're waking up and needing it um but no i look i've i've probably had a bottle over a day do you maybe? think do you think like yeah. you had like a bottle you know what actually i want to say the night okay 
This was maybe a. This was maybe right before quarantine. Like this was yesterday. <laughs> I know. Like yesterday. This was. This was before this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right before. <laughs> right before. We went to dinner at. I think one of your favorite restaurants in LA and I oh, thanks for say- inviting me biatch. No, you were what there. Is- this oh, is when before we were. Oh, I was there. Okay. I was there. <laughs> yeah, were- okay. I guess you did have a, bottle okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I actually don't think I was drinking. Cause I No, this was the time. I think it might've been right. Maybe it was after quarantine with, with, with all our friends that we went to the yes, and I we left early. To- I wasn't drinking then. No, 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 no. Oh. When we sat outside, <laughs> When we sat outside, the oh, when you fell on the to... floor, someone fell on the floor before the Uber. Wait, was that? that... <laughs> was, like, right. was that with all the moms from school? And I left early. No, I always leave early. No, she's like, was... no, it was oh, another you know time. <laughs> it was another time. Yet another. Time. <laughs> it was the time when me, you, and our friend will call her Sarah. Maybe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, this name. was the last time the three of us went to dinner. Was that before quarantine? When we sat I outside. Remember, I don't remember. I have a really good memory. I don't remember naming <laughs> you and I, I going it. to dinner and drinking. I think it was Were we maybe wine. Yes. And it was, I think, one of your favorite restaurants. I don't remember Do when remember? we were doing that. I think it was maybe your favorite restaurant. Do you remember what I think? You can say the restaurant. Can I say the restaurant? (laughs) Yeah. It starts with a P. Pache. Oh, Pache. Oh, we got drunk. (laughs) I remember that Pache. I love that restaurant. No, I love that restaurant. Um, I think we drank three. We drank three wines each. Is that how much we drank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did. wasn't yeah, a bottle. Yeah. We had like two bottles between three of us, maybe, maybe. Oh, oh no, right, you know what we right. didn't? We kept, I'm sure everyone's super interested <laughs> in our story that no one came or like has any understanding of what happened. But I remember at that night, and we should probably say, like, there was a girl that sat next to us and told us that we were talking too loud. Do you remember? <laughs> I know. Yes, I remember that. And she was like, oh, you stupid people. Like, you're just <laughs> talking too loud. You're ruining my night. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, like, it was kind of aggressive, like, what she was saying i'm like yeah, and then i said to you guys i was like just be fucking quiet it's my favorite <laughs> restaurant <laughs> i don't want to get kicked out forever were you ever ever able to go back i've been back three times since okay good so they like it was clearly if okay, sean's which... there they're okay <laughs> they're like if sean and me are there it's okay but if you guys turn up it's like x out of there they're like no more you can't come no more. in no more yeah so date nights are happening then with you guys Date nights are happening. I mean, wow, wow. Wow, wow. Look, we're back in Los Angeles, so we have our nanny who we've known oh, for 15 right. years. Like, I don't trust, I haven't trusted anyone else with my kids except her. Mm. She was in our lives when I first got my first dog when I was like 22 years old. So I've known her since I was 22 years old. And then when we had babies, she just literally just took them in like her own. Like, I trust her. She's probably a better mom than I am. <laughs> um, I trust her with she's so on it. She's and, I, and she's the only time I've ever left the girls is is with her. But I've never left them with anyone else. And that's why, like in Austin, we haven't had any date nights, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was actually just talking to somebody. A friend of mine had a baby during covid and has not because of yeah. covid yeah. has not found babysitters or anything. So yeah. has never left the kid like at all. I know. Can you imagine? Do you feel there's pressure when you have date nights have sex? Um, 
I mean, I never feel pressured. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> You're like, but, I do the pressuring. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, that's what I was about to say. Like after we've had wines, I'm like, okay, what do we do? Like, why are we, why are we asleep? Like, why are we, why are we eating ice cream on the couch? Like, hello. <laughs> we just had foreplay for two hours at the restaurant. I mean, I feel like you kind of have to have sex after a date night, right? I mean, yeah. If you're going to like really do the nanny and like have the nanny be there and like take care of the kids <laughs> and like you're having the wine and you're actually going out like somewhere. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of worth it to like get the dessert at the end, don't you? Yeah. But I never have as good sex when I've had drinks. It's never as good. Really? Roxy's like, I've never not oh had God, sex without no. drinks. <laughs> You're like, what is that? <laughs> like, that makes it like I can just I think right? of weird things. Um, no, I just I feel like it's I, I totally feel dead. Like <laughs> I feel dead, dead inside. I feel like it, you lose your um, like the touch. It kind of deadens everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Like the feeling. Yeah. I feel like, too. You know what? If you do expect it after date night, it's almost better when it's not expected, like on a random yeah. day or whatever, because yeah. then it feels like more fun because then I think when the expectations there, then it's like, okay, we have to do this. Like we have to, you know, it, it's almost like takes the, some of the fun out of it. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know, but hopefully like with date night. Yeah. I mean, things are opening up here. I know there was like no there's like a no mask policy and I can't yeah, not take it out? off I I, okay. I I don't see anyone not in masks inside it's almost like no one wants to do it so okay I had to run errands today in Beverly Hills and I went into a like a takeout like a restaurant that mm -hmm. was doing takeout too and grabbed some stuff and people in there half of them had masks on and half didn't because I think people are still like so used yeah. to wearing the mask but then some people totally didn't have the mask so I'm like it's Here's the thing. Like, I I understand that masks are no longer needed, although mm. COVID is still around. And I've heard mm. that there's a Delta variant, which is more contagious and worse. Mm -hmm. The only thing is our kids are not protected. That's a thing that kind of, and, you know, so out, like, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. It's like, okay, so it's great for the people who are protected, mm -hmm. but what about the immune compromised or what about the kids? Like, yes. I, I'm kind of wearing my mask for the kids, really. Yeah, that's what I think, too, because I was just I was thinking about that. I had my daughter with me earlier today and I'm like, I had her still wear the mask. Yeah. I mean, I kind of was not wearing the mask outside, but I kind of felt like, yeah, I mean, she's not vaccinated. So I feel mm -hmm. like she needs to be protected. And so I kind of had her wear the mask, but she's kind of getting over it, though, too. She's like, I don't really want to wear the mask because she sees everybody else like kind of not I, wearing masks, you know, and what's what's. <sighs> hard is that mm. we don't see that there are kids in hospital with COVID yeah, and we don't talk about that, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't know. After Sean's experience, I just can't Ugh. ever imagine one of my girls going through anything like that. And it's weird though, because I do feel like we're all kind of fatigued. I know I'm fatigued by it. I'm fatigued yeah. hearing about it. I'm fatigued talking, talking about it. And I'm also like, you know, me, like I don't it's like I'm an extrovert introvert. Mm -hmm. So I kind of enjoyed like being COVID. Behind. Not not obviously what was happening in the world. Right. That was horrific and gave me extreme anxiety. But mm -hmm. just that simplicity mm -hmm. that we don't we're starting to not have because everything's opening up. I liked that we all stopped and that everyone 
you know, was able to really assess their priorities and what they wanted in their lives and really took, take, took a look at themselves. A lot of people did that alone mm. and kind of figured shit out. I don't know. I, I, I kind of miss the COVID experience, the at-home stuff a little bit. You're like, but you're going to get it in quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> you're going to get another taste of it. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it's kind of interesting, too, because it's like, you know, people did like slow down and like check their priorities and like see what was important. But the interesting thing will be to see if people remember those lessons and remember like what was important. Yeah, you hope or so. But... Just go back to how they were before, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm sure you don't miss it because you're an extrovert, but. I don't know. There must be some parts of it you enjoyed. I think, you know what, for me, I think I kind of, I liked slowing down a little bit. Like I liked yeah, not yeah. having to be always on the go and like, yeah. just kind of like taking it in. And I kind of got like, I liked being lazy about not having mm -hmm. to, like, you know, get ready and like be mm -hmm. on. And mm -hmm. you know, cause that actually is kind of draining. I mean, I enjoy it, but it's very like, takes a lot of energy, you know? Of so, course. Right. So it kind of was nice to be, I mean, there were nights where we just sit here and have like game night on like board games and I like, know. right. Just the simplicity simple. of life. And you also, I didn't feel like I was missing out. I think that's a big thing for me. Like the anxiety yeah. of like, oh, everyone's doing more than me and experiencing more than me. And I'm the one who's being left out and I'm the one who's not getting invited. That's my own shit that I have to deal with. <laughs> but it's like, it was just nice to, to be, it's like what I, what I believe mindfulness is. Yeah. Mindfulness is like really being present. Mm. And I feel like COVID kind of made us present. Yeah, it did. It did. We were forced to be present, right? Mm -hmm, like, cause it's mm -hmm. like, there was nothing else going on you know i yeah. think what we thought was going to be two weeks turned out to be a year and a half you know yeah. almost for some of us you know um, i said to sean i was like you know in in quarantine like how are we going to do it and he's like town we've been quarantining <laughs> for a year and a half it's like you're gonna like you get it right it's not like it's like off the bat we've never done this before yeah. we've been inside for so long like <laughs> we get it we know what to do we know how to like move the time so i just think it's kind of ridiculous two weeks you know yeah, Plus you three, are, three negative tests were vaccinated. Yeah, the kids vaccinated. aren't to so understand that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, all these negative tests and yet we're still in a hotel for two weeks. It's so intense. So are you guys allowed to go outside at all? Or no, you, no. There's military. So you actually apparently get the military escorts you. There's only 20 people allowed on the plane. So okay. even getting out tickets, like <gasps> none of us are sitting together. No which way. Obviously, well, they'll they will probably they right. have to. We've got kids. Um, but there's only four four seats left on the plane because only 20 people can go on the plane and you kind of want to be an economy because because there's only 20 people you get that whole row to yourself like you can oh, like yeah. lay down stretch and work, like it's stretch out mm -hmm. and it's going to be super comfortable um the economy right now is like two to five thousand one way <gasps> oh my god and they're it's cheaper one way so it's actually four thousand ten thousand to ten thousand return in the economy <gasps> so it's cheaper cheaper oh, to do wow. one way normally normally it's actually cheaper to cheaper do, do round trip it. yeah mm -hmm. oh my yeah. god that's crazy so it's only 20 people on the whole entire airplane 20 to 30 people on the entire plane yeah well that's kind of nice at least you won't have it's to wait. Grab. We're like it's my plane it's my <laughs> private jet <laughs> you'll be like instagram storing it you're like welcome to my pj be like welcome to my big <laughs> private jet Think of me like the Kardashians. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> 
the Tamdashians. Yes. You're like, don't mind that person sitting in 16. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it doesn't really look decked out. It's the way I like to keep it looking like everyone else. Totally. Oh, my in God. the cockpit being like, yeah. <laughs> now, don't freak out on the pilot this time. I always do. Oh, my God. The poor I always pilot. tell the pilot to come talk to me and tell me about the turbulence <laughs> and if it's really that bad and if he sees storms. I haven't flown in so long. I'm just trying to like compartmentalize it. I know. See, that's the thing too. It's weird, right? To think about going back to the airport, like hacking, like checking your bag. Like I don't even know what it's going to be like, but I just have to accept that people do this and they fly, you know? Yeah, they fly and you have to be there. You should go there extra, extra early. Sean's like, we'll get there five hours before. I'm like, but they only open three hours before, (laughs) but he's the kind of person who just sit there (gasps) for two hours longer. I'm the person who's like literally rocks up and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> the plane's go. Time to go. <laughs> oh my God, Tamid. This is so bad. This was probably this was before COVID. It was probably my daughter was probably three at the time. And you're like me, right? Yes. And yes. I am like okay. you. But here is what happened. I like I said to myself, I go, okay, I'm gonna be. I'm going to try good to get this there time. early. Yes, good <laughs> this time. I'm going to try my best. My daughter was probably three or four and we were flying to Dallas. And so got to the airport, actually got there. There was 45 minutes to spare. So I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm usually like literally running down the tarmac. And so I asked my daughter, I go, do you need to go to the bathroom or anything? Grab some water. So we started walking and I guess I totally lost track of time. I walked back to the gate and there is the plane pulling away and i was like no i'm like i even made it here with like 45 minutes to spare and so what you have to still. do so then i had to oh get this they had to rebook me okay the flying from los angeles to dallas they had to there was no more direct flights that day so they had to rebook me from la to san jose to oh, Phoenix God. to Dallas. <laughs> I had to do two stops. I was like, oh my God, what took what should be a two and a half, three hour plane ride was like an eight with, hour journey. By yourself, though, right? With Bray, with oh, my daughter. Oh. No. So she was just like, what? And it was just we, the two of us. Oh my God, with so many plane stories. I mean, <laughs> Sean, sh- we almost missed the flight. Oh my God. I, so we were getting engaged. I didn't mm-hmm. know this. And Sean had, thank God, the ring in his pocket as uh-huh. we were going. We were going to Israel and um, to the middle to Jerusalem, actually, and f- to get engaged because my dad's always wanted to be there. I mean, always wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. So we left from London to go to uh, Jerusalem, and we almost missed the flight to the point where we were running on that plane, and. When we got on and it was all fine and we got there, the 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 um, suitcases didn't make it on board. So four of our suitcases went missing and my husband had to ask me to marry him in my dad's clothes because my dad's bag is the only one that arrived. Uh-uh. <laughs> so you didn't have clothes either? No. Nothing. Uh-uh. I had to buy. So the, the engagement dress that I had on in the pictures uh-huh. is like some... $15 dress I bought off the beach. Oh, uh, and I didn't know that was, I kind of thought it might've been the day. Cause Sean was yeah. like, so weird. And I was like, I kept saying to my mom, like, is this what I should wear when he asked me to marry him? And my mom's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, but she's so new. <laughs> she's, she's so, so new. new. She's so new. So he wore your dad's clothes. Yeah. Because there was no other clothes that fit him. Like, remember we got in that, that afternoon. He asked oh. me that night. Oh, <gasps> 
Oh my God. And he so smelled he... like my dad. Too. <laughs> You're like, this is weird. Yeah, my dad's shoes on. Oh my God. But I will remember that story forever. That's for sure. I mean, did the, did the suitcases ever come? Or were they like did, lost like forever? five days later? See, that always happens. I know. It's, it's like, like how hard leaving. can it be? <laughs> yeah. It's like the day you're leaving and you're like, uh, well, now you just might as well send it to my house. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Thanks. I know travel is yeah. super. Str- I love travel so much. But when you have kids, it's not fun anymore no. <laughs> like no i said to sean the other day i was like do you want to travel and he's like yeah but i want to show my kid like phoenix would be different i think bright would be mm-hmm. good to travel with but like when they're two it's just a nightmare <sighs> it's a nightmare because you're constantly you have to be on you can't sleep you're yeah. like yeah awake and you have to entertain them and they yeah. always want something and i don't know about how like linen and phoenix were but i know bray like never wanted to sleep on the plane ever so like she yeah. was awake the entire time we would oh go my anywhere. God. I'm like, oh my God. That's the worst. No, my kids sleep like they, they fall asleep before we get on. And that's kind of oh, sucks that's... because then you're like, oh, but then they're kind of miserable, like scream crying <sighs> until they fall asleep again. So it's like that first hour on the plane where I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, you'll have like the moms that will look at you and be like, I understand. And then you'll have the person who oh. just and he's like, shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> totally and i'm like oh my god um but yeah no it's 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 just so hard traveling with kids and i just have so many stories i remember us being upgraded to like business class and i was so excited Mm -hmm. to be sitting in business class and they upgraded us without points and we were sitting there and you know sean hates to talk to people on the plane and all of a sudden he just like disappears and i'm like oh and the baby and phoenix was young and she was Mm -hmm. crying and I was like, oh, what's going on with this, whatever. And then all of a sudden she, because Phoenix used to projectile vomit a la like the exorcist. She's <gasps> she always, I, I mean, it, if I had known you when Phoenix was really yeah. young, everyone knows her as the kid that vomited. She would vomit. She vomited in Hollywood, uh, you know, at our school <gasps> many times, many times. We would leave her and she'd vomit. Like that's how, like that's how <gasps> she would express her, her anxiety would come out that way. <gasps> so all of a sudden she project projectile vomits ice cream all over me all over the row next to me like it kind of gets on the people behind me vomit right imagine you're sitting in the plane and some kid vomits on you like some kid you don't know so (laughs) bad and then sean rocks up and he's like oh hi and i was like you gave her ice cream (laughs) never had ice cream before and he decided to give her ice cream literally for the first time on the airplane Oh, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, don't give yeah. your kid a new food like on the, on the yeah. airplane. Sean gets really bad motion sickness and so does Phoenix. It's just something I deal with. I've spent so many travel days holding both bags for both of them. Oh, my God. And you're yeah. just like, I'm in the middle of a throw up. I know. And I just I never I have such a strong stomach. Like, I don't throw up. So you do not ever throw up. Not really. You're like, even when you drink, I'm like, Roxy, remember that one bottle a week? I don't drink that much alcohol. I'm like, never. Oh my God. I hate throwing up. I hate throwing up. It's like, I get really motion sick too. Like I have to either take like something to like for like nausea or it's bad, you know? Yeah. It's bad. But I don't, yeah, no, I don't, I don't get sick. Even my pregnancy, I would wish I would vomit. Really? Because I just couldn't. I was just wouldn't. My body wouldn't let myself. This is such. A, everyone's like, and this was the point in the podcast that everyone 
They're like, really? Throw up stories? Okay. 40 minutes in, where did everyone go? <laughs> it happens, people. It happens. We the to, poop. Yeah. This is like totally changing the subject, but I want to know if you've Please kind of been do. following this story, okay? This whole thing. Have you been watching this thing? You know, cancel culture is like alive and well yep. that, you know, mm-hmm. is going on. This thing with Chrissy Teigen. I knew you were going to say that. I know you so well. But when you said, (laughs) I want to talk about something, I was like, I bet it's about Chrissy Teigen. Because it's all over the I bet it's about Chrissy Teigen. (laughs) I bet it's about Chrissy Teigen. (laughs) Chrissy Teigen. I'm like, okay, what is going on? Do you believe in this? Do you think it's like good to do? Like, do you think people should be forgiven? Like, what is your take on this whole thing about like, if you say, let's say you say something on social (sighs) media. 10 years ago and it's but Here's it's really bad like yeah. okay go okay what do you think Here's the thing mm. Do I believe people change sure mm-hmm. Tamon Sursock mm-hmm. would never tweet that to a person Yeah would never DM a person that I'm not saying I'm better at all I'm just mm. saying as someone who has been affected by bullying mm. For many years, horrifically, when I grew up, I would never bully someone else. I would never do it, right? Mm. Do I think people can change? Yes. Do I think there needs to be more time to really assess, the for the person to assess what really is the repercussions? Yes. Mm. I feel like this whole coming out so soon after four weeks, and yeah. I just don't think that you know, I think a lot of people have been at the hands of bullies and she admits that she was a bully. And I think she hurt a lot of people, like a lot of people. And I think a lot of people hated themselves because of what she had done. And she admits that. And I think it takes more time. I do. I think if you're really sorry, you need to lay low for a lot longer and really, really look at yourself and your past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I think it takes a real, I mean, it's probably takes, I'm ta- thinking like years of therapy. Oh, yeah. You don't right? just go, oh. And then my question is, are you sorry if you didn't get caught? That's the thing. Maybe like, are you now so sorry and want to change so badly because now people found out? See, that's the thing. You got to wonder what the motivation is. Like, you got to say, and not to <clears throat> also not to kick her when she's down. I mean, if she truly wants to change and like, become a better yeah. person and do the the positive yeah. steps to go towards that great that's awesome right. like do it and like work on yourself and do that but like at the same time you kind of have to wonder what the motivation is too because i mean when you are public like that and a lot of your your income depends on you know your image and like what people think of you and and you're you're losing jobs and gigs and things like that you know you gotta wonder like is it because of that like or is it because you truly feel sorry and like had it not come up or had it not been you know had a spotlight shown on it right now in this way would we even be would she even be doing this or would she even be going through these reparations you know what i mean yeah i mean and then my question is if you're saying things like die, take a dirt nap, like kill yourself, you know, which is what was said, right. uh, slit your wrists. Like these are very, uh, this is very ag- aggressive, aggressive type yeah. tweets and, and doing it also not in the public, also doing it to DM people. Yep. At what point do you go like you completely change as a person? Yeah. Like 
at what point does um at what point does that bullying mentality just stop? Like all of a sudden, was it 10 years ago? Was it five years ago? Was it two years ago that it stopped? Like was being public the re and being really famous, the reason it stopped, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the thing that I wonder, like, I don't think it just stopped 10 years ago. Oh, those were the tweets Mm -hmm. that I sent. And then I was done. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I wonder too, because I wonder if it's also like projection, like if she felt that way really about herself and she's of course, like, of course, of course, there because they right? don't like themselves. Of course. Of course, right? But it's yeah. interesting too, because she is married to a, another public person, John Legend, she's also not only sort of, you know, yeah. putting herself at risk, but she's also risking his career. Yeah. So I wonder if that thought had even gone through her mind at that point, you know, but I think too, I don't know. I mean, obviously in Hollywood, which is what we're talking about, I think that industry or this industry can make you, when you reach a certain level, can make you feel drunk with power. You know, you feel like you're so powerful and that you can end somebody's career or you can. And why would you want to? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. But why would you want to do that? So that's what, that's another thing too. That's another whole issue, right? It's like, why even want, you Mm -hmm. know, why do you even want to carry that sort of knowledge and burden on yourself you know it's just a weird deal this is the hard thing Mm -hmm. about when you have shown your true colors whether Mm -hmm. it was five years ten years and again I do believe that people change is that like I wasn't the biggest fan or not the biggest fan I'm I'm kind of not really neutral I'm not really obsessed with celebrity in general like I'm not a fangirl at all I'm just like oh that's a human being who's successful or whatever yeah but I look at her now Mm -hmm. and I kind of have a feeling of like I don't want to I don't want to be around that energy like it's, it's it's tainted whatever I felt for sure and I think it's probably done that for a lot of people yeah, it definitely has shown like a different light on her for for sure. I mean, it definitely changes changed people's perceptions. And what also is a little bit disturbing is the fact that she's a mom and she has kids. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I wonder like how she is with that. It makes you question like the way like, is she like that or, you know, teaching them lessons like that too? Or is it yeah. like a totally different personality around yeah. them? You know, like, I don't know, because we're not there. But I mean, at yeah. the same time, it kind of makes you wonder, right? And here's the thing. I do think that people can change. Mm-hmm. I think it takes time. And I think it takes a lot mm-hmm. of therapy and work and spiritual work. But I just don't think that the aim of the game right now should be like to be in the public eye and to be in ads and to be in all those things. I think that the aim of the game, like they have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So the aim of the game right now for her should be like to go work on herself. Mm -hmm. Right. To just go work on herself and to, to, again, not have to like put it out there, like let people like their opinions calm down. Yeah, let them calm down. It's almost like it was like crisis management, like timed it. Like, okay, right. you're going to do a month. You're going to go away for a month and then you're going to like reemerge. And it just is, it almost seems so like yeah. uh, and the, contrived. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the hardest part about this one is so many of us have been bullied. Mm-hmm. And so when you're at the hands of a bully, mm-hmm. you never forget. Yeah, you never forget. It caused my eating disorders. Mm-hmm. It caused my lack of self-esteem. It caused mm-hmm. all the things that I don't like about myself is because when I was at a young age, I bu- was bullied terribly. And you never forget. 
You never now they that. might change. And I've yeah. seen my bullies and they're like, oh, my gosh, you you do well in America. And I like your shows and whatever. And I'm like, I just I can never forget. No, you cannot forget. I, mean, I can, can forgive them. Right. But I right. just won't forget. You'll never forget. And it's like you're never going to even with forgiveness, like you won't have like a normal relationship with them. Like, nor would you probably want to. Yeah. At some point, you know, it's like, why even go down that? Because you already have been hurt, you know? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But I mean, I guess we'll see how like this whole thing plays out. But what do you think about this like cancel culture sort of thing in general? Do you think it's like, because now I see, I see it almost happening every day, you know? I don't know. I'm I'm in two minds about cancel yeah. cancel culture. I feel like if you've done something pretty shitty, you should pay for it. I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in rebirth and forgiveness and having empathy for people and understanding like, you know, Los Angeles, this is totally different, but kind of similar. Los mm-hmm. Angeles right now has a lot of homeless people. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend say to me like, oh, it's just so disgusting and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I said, but these people don't want to be homeless. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them can't make ends meet just because of the way it's set up in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like, yeah, but like, you know, they, they have a choice to take drugs or not. And I'm not an addict. Mm-hmm. My husband's not an addict. Thank fucking God. But I do believe that you're because I've been around addicts. I don't my family's not in that space, mm-hmm. but I've been I've known some. I don't I believe you're kind of born an addict. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got my brain scan, they talk about the ad- addict's brain. Mm-hmm. And so the addict's brain, if introduced to something like alcohol, whatever, they can't stop. Um, it's like it just you they can't stop. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to have more empathy and not think that all these people have the training and the money and the people around them and the love and support to like Mm -hmm. stop that addiction. Like sometimes people just can't stop and we have to look at them through a lens of like empathy and understanding. And, and -hmm. instead of just like treating them or thinking of them like trash, like that's someone's, that's someone's son. It's someone's daughter. It's someone's mother, Mm -hmm. someone's aunt. Like it's a person, you know? And I think sometimes in, especially in Los Angeles, we just treat them like animals, you know, Yeah, they're almost like, or even we treat our animals better. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. I mean, they're like invisible people almost like, you know, like people don't think of them like one way or another, but it's sad too, because so many of them are mentally ill. So, and they've never gotten help or treatment. And and then you think like, well, they're mentally ill. It's it's not their fault. They're mentally ill. You know, they were born that way pretty much. Yeah. I mean, or, 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 their situation has made Mm -hmm. them mentally ill and because Mm -hmm. they don't have access to anything or any help or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that when it comes to the homeless, like um, when it comes to the homeless, I feel like we need to, I don't know, just have more understanding. Yeah. We do need to have more understanding and hopefully there'll be some sort of solution to kind of, you know, help them and try to get things back you know i don't know i don't know what it's gonna take though that's it's tricky it's so hard in los angeles right now i saw a guy literally laying in the street and i actually thought he was probably (sighs) dead and so when someone else hears this and they don't live in la or they don't live in the states or certain places in america definitely don't have this like Mm. in austin they didn't have this as much that a little bit but nothing like la yeah there's so many Mm -hmm. that like you don't even know what to do like i saw an ambulance at a at one of the encampments because they've mm-hmm. set up like encampments right mm-hmm. so it's like it looks like a city and it's like a little yeah. mini tent city you know, tent city yeah um and i was like oh my goodness there's an ambulance there someone's probably not made it 
Yeah. No, it's true. It's like, a, you know what? I saw we were, I was walking with my daughter. This is actually it was so scary. And it was after dinner, we were walking back and on the corner, there was a guy, young guy, homeless, going through withdrawals, like drug withdrawals, seizing uh. on the corner of the street. And we were like, oh my God. And people started crowding around him. Then the ambulance came. But that's the thing. It's like, who, who knows how many times that this happens like, you know, on a daily basis here, because like you're saying, they're everywhere. I mean, it's like there are tent cities everywhere. You mm -hmm. see homeless. We like know the home, like know the homeless people in our neighborhood because we see them all the time. And there's know? like human feces on the street in Los Angeles. Yes. Yes. All over the place. It's all over the place. And you can yes. tell the difference. I know people go, well, how would you know? You can tell. It's totally yes. different. It's totally um, different. And that's one of the reasons why. I think that Los Angeles is like the city of dreamers and I love it. And I love my hikes here and I love the food and I love the weather. And I obviously mm -hmm. love the people. Um, but I just think it's time to get out. You know, yeah, you're going to have a big change. That's going to be, yeah. You know, it's going to be good though. I feel like, you know, I'm definitely not, you know, I still feel half American. I still feel half, you know, I've been here for 15 years and, my kids and American citizens. So I feel half, half, I feel half mm -hmm. Australian, half American. Um, so I think that I'm not done with America. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not ready to leave that yet, but I'm ready to spend a lot more time in Australia. Well, and you just got your American citizenship. What? Like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, bye. See ya. This was what it was up for. Um, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, I, manifested that i wanted to spend half the time in australia and half the time here so i've got to do this manifestation thing i feel I like you just have to like sit there and be with it and like you have to really it. believe something and it doesn't happen overnight because i think oh. people think it's you know voodoo voodoo stuff but everything that i've ever wanted i has come true and i've it's really because i visualized it for so long and so many years of my life yeah. and and even all these, all this acting stuff, I was I, a year ago, I was like, there's no reason I shouldn't be acting. Like, that's mm. what I've been doing since I was 15 years old. Like, why, why aren't I acting? And I realized that the reason I wasn't acting is because I didn't see it. I couldn't see it. I was, okay. I was just like, oh, you're just going to be at home with the kids. I didn't see me being on set. So I started visualizing me being on set, getting the job, getting the phone mm. call. You've got the job, you've got this. And now I'm, you know, I started to believe it before it actually happened. And now it's happening. I'm starting to believe it. So you just literally sit there and visualize it is how it, yeah. how you do it sort of visualize it, visualize it daily, sit there. And it feels okay. It does feel a little bit like weird, not weird, but like kind of hokey. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I you mean, you've just... seen it happen with me, haven't you? Yeah. 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 But I mean, I literally tell you what I want and within a couple of weeks it starts to happen. <laughs> Girl, you need to send me. And I said to you, I said, I yeah. want this podcast to be yeah. really one of, you know, the top podcasts that people listen to because that was our goal when we started right. and have amazing guests. And every guest that we reached out to two days ago, everyone has said yes to me on the show. It's amazing. Everyone's like, remember, I said, I said yeah. that to you. I yeah. said that. I said, you have to manifest this podcast. You have to visualize it. You have to visualize it. We will be on stage, like talking to our listeners, right. having wine with them having conversations about life and parenthood and being female and fucking up and all the things. And you have to see us doing that with our mm. tribe of women that will be with us and everyone else has to manifest it too. So whoever, whoever's listening mm -hmm. has to think that they are going to come to one of our shows and we can meet them because yeah. you know, we do this for them. 
Right. And if they're thinking that, if they're literally shutting their eyes right now and manifesting us on stage, that helps us too. It's the energy, energy put into things. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like a cumulative effort, you know, like if yeah. everybody's doing it, it's just that much more powerful. Yeah. But I need to just sit with myself too. I also need to meditate and like, yeah, just be like inside because I feel like I'm outside so much. I just think that you get in your own way. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think you, you know what you want. And I know that you believe that you can get there, but you're way too wrapped up in how other people are getting there before you or uh, you know, that's the thing. Like they're running their race. So yeah. you have to run yours and you can't worry about who got there faster or in a different way because you're your own person who can get there in a better way yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. you're, you're right. It's like you can only do your do it yourself like the way you're supposed yeah. to do it you know but it's hard i mean i'm not gonna lie social media you sit there and you like scroll through and everyone's fucked up everyone's got something everyone's got something that's fucked up so yeah the person's got all the money or whatever yeah. and then they have depression or they have yeah. you know a sick child at home but yet they're working a lot so it's mm -hmm. just you know you just you, just, you don't yeah. know what people have yeah and it can't all be good I mean, it no. can be good. A lot of it can be good, but it can't like everything, right? And all obstacles is just, it's a choice in how you look at them. Yeah. It's like, is you it going to make you, is it a temporary setback or is it like, you know, how do you want to handle it? Do you want to go through yeah. it? Do you want to resolve it? Yeah. And that's a, like an important lesson for us to show our kids too, is like yeah. making it through, Yeah, you know? For shizzle we got to do it girl <laughs> <laughs> oh shizzle my nizzle oh, okay so have you packed <laughs> nope i knew it i knew it oh no well, I no i've actually i've actually packed <laughs> but like i don't know what to bring because everything's winter so i'm just gonna bring <gasps> nothing and then just get stuff sent to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forget that it's like totally the opposite. Like, yeah, it's is it actually cold, cold there now, though? It's really cold. Yeah, it's really cold. Oh, my God. So it's like you can't even try to wear mm -hmm. what you've been wearing here. No. Oh, girl. but I brought it because I'm so worried that because we have storage units all over <laughs> America. I'm really worried that we won't come back to the storage unit. <laughs> so if I really love something, I'm bringing it with me, even if it's cold. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, even if it's like going to be too cold to wear. Because you have storage units in what? Texas, California, <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee, New York, all yeah, the states, all right? No, we've actually only got three, three storage units. <laughs> but again, we got rid of everything. That's the thing. Yeah. Like we got rid of everything and we're kind of just figuring out where we want to. It's kind of perfect. It's perfect, right? Yeah. So what are you going to do, you think, on your last day in L.A.? Tomorrow? <laughs> That's right. It is tomorrow, isn't it? Oh. <gasps> Wait, tomorrow's, yeah. My last day, yeah. I'm going to pack, <laughs> uh, learn an audition, uh -huh. um, get some yummy, healthy food. Girl, now's the time to indulge, though. It's no, I don't. I came back to L.A. to eat healthy because <laughs> I can indulge anywhere else. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Oh, my God. You're going to have your last big sleep in LA and you're going to wake up the next day and get on a plane. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy, right? Crazy. But worth it, I think. Everything that you want is on the other side of fear. And I fear a little bit. Of, I, I am someone who does fear change. 
it's probably why I'm changing all the time because I just it's what I know. Yeah. But but you're not I fear fearful of it. Right. No, I'm not fearful of being in Australia. I don't like yeah. that doesn't make me afraid, but I'm fearful of like the quarantine and the flight, like all the things to get there. Yeah. Like all the obstacles. And I get sometimes performance anxiety, but, uh, you know, at a certain point, I just my my technique kicks in and you don't get like yeah. stage fright, though, do you? I wouldn't say fright, but I, I get nervous for sure. It's definitely the first couple of days. Do, are you liking who your co-stars are going to be? All I know is it's like a lot of attractive Australian men. Uh-oh, watch <laughs> and out, if the, and if it, No, if it was reversed, I'd be like, you can't. I would be like, Sean, you can't do that. <laughs> you can, do you think you're going to He have- doesn't even care. Like, literally, like, if I have to have sex scenes or kiss, yeah. he's like, okay. He doesn't you- care at all. Really? It makes me kind of mad. <laughs> you're like, don't you care? He's like, why like, do you want me to care? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just want you to care. <laughs> you're like, I want you to be jealous. Yeah, like, a little bit. Not a jealous. Little- I don't want him to be jealous because that's yeah. hurtful. But I want him to be like, I don't want her kissing another guy. But he doesn't care. Like, he he would care in my real life. Yeah. but I like, think it's for- probably because he's a director. He probably gets it. That's good, though. You when he had to, to be- see a girl's boobs because he had to direct. It was like this art film that he did. And he had to see a girl's boobs. Because he wrote it. Um, I was like so upset that day. <laughs> you were mad? I was so mad. <gasps> Did you go to set that day? No, it wasn't in LA. <gasps> oh. I was also pregnant, so. Oh, that's when you were pregnant when he went away? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I'm going to write some boobies in today. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rewrite. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give yeah, me some boobies. Um, do you no, think you'll, you'll have sex scenes? I don't think on the movie. I think on one project, I have a simulated scene, I think. Ooh, with the patches? I, I hope. I mean, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You'll have the patches, right? Those little patches? I don't know, but after I had kids, like, I don't want to be naked. Why? doesn't look the same. I mean, like, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, girl. You can do Like, this is going to be good. Did you see? Oh, by the way, did you see Kate Winslet in Mayor of Easttown? No, that she she got naked and she wouldn't let them edit out one of her little like her lumps Rolls. and bumps. Yeah, on the on the. Screen. Well, when you're Kate fucking Winslet, you can look whatever you want to look like. <laughs> like no one's gonna just, be mad. Yeah, no one. They were just like, but I thought that was really cool of her to just be like, no, this is like who I am. Like, yeah. I don't want you to try to edit it out. I wonder yeah. if we'll see more of that. I hope so. Right. Well, Roxy Soxy, oh. I loved speaking to you. <gasps> Love it, girl. I'm going to miss it. you. I'm going to miss you. Why did you have to go? <laughs> Why did you have to leave me? <laughs> Why did you have to leave? Well, but no, never fear, guys, because the podcast is not over. We have yeah, Zoom, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, you guys will be fine, but we are good. I know. I'll be like, I should, I'm going to be sending you some goodies to your quarantine room. I, will you really? I want you yes, to. Yes. Mm-hmm. You'll have to have, you'll have two bottles of wine tonight. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> even know if you're allowed that. They're so strict. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, what are you going to really do? I mean, you're going to work some, but like, what are you going to do in this quarantine? And we'll do a podcast when I'm there. Yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. For but what about the other 23 hours of the day? <laughs> like you're in that I was going to sleep the whole time. 
honestly. <laughs> oh, that'll be actually that's a good excuse. That's a good it like, a good you know, you can be like, I'm just going to sleep. We'll just knock everyone out for two weeks. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, good night, kitties. Well, I love you, Roxy Soxy. I'm so <gasps> glad you got too. on and got me to do this, even See? though I'm exhausted. <laughs> We had to have one more LA recording before one you go. more. Oh, well, thanks God. guys so much for listening to the show. Yes. And please don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment. Please do it. Do it. Do it. And we are Women on Top Official on Instagram and Women on Top Podcast on Facebook and Women on Top. Uh, we have a group on. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> know, it's it's so getting late. late. It's getting late. And I'm it's, Tam and Sarasak. <laughs> and it's Roxy Manning. And we are Women, women on Top. Ah. <laughs>